welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. You're listening to The Construction Cut with Taylor Rennick. Here, you'll get the latest news in construction in 15 minutes or less. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back to The Construction Cut. I'm your host, Taylor. This week, we're covering the bipartisan effort in Washington to get lumber prices under control, the rise and fall of the DIY project, and the seven coronavirus challenges expected to plague the industry heading into 2021. It is Monday, October 26th. Let's dive in. While the high price of lumber has certainly got the attention of those in the home building industry, and of course, those who are building a home of their own, but now that attention is starting to make its way to Washington, D.C. Nearly 100 lawmakers, both Democrats and Republicans, sent a letter to President Trump last week, urging him to take action on the lumber supply shortages that have wreaked havoc on the housing industry. The letter, available to read online, notes that housing can create jobs and in turn help boost the economy, but that in order for the housing industry to continue moving swiftly, something must be done about the rising cost of lumber and other building materials. Lawmakers have called on the Trump administration to, quote, bring all stakeholders to the table and work to find a solution to address lumber scarcity and subsequent price spikes to ensure everyone's needs are met, end quote. The letter goes on to say, these sharp increases are challenging, especially in light of the ongoing housing affordability crisis. The National Association of Home Builders estimates the recent spike in softwood lumber costs has caused the price of an average new single-family home to increase by $16,148 since April 17th. The market value of the average new multifamily home has increased by $6,107 over the same period. Last week's letter is just the latest in a string of letters urging Congress and the administration to take action, something I'm sure homebuilders and homebuyers alike will appreciate. Well, this year we've talked a lot about the rise of the DIYer, but new reports are hinting that the surge in recent DIY activity may not last very long. According to the experts at Harvard, it's expected that the surge in DIY projects will eventually go back to more normal levels. The reason being that most new DIY projects completed or embarked on this year were undertaken by homeowners themselves because they either had more time on their hands, completing the projects themselves saved them money, or they simply didn't want strangers in their homes. This all makes sense, but the trend, it seems, can't continue on forever. In fact, the amount of folks doing it themselves has actually gone down in recent years. In the last two decades or so, the fewer than one in five dollars spent on home improvement projects. This is down from one in four dollars two decades ago. And now there are a few things that contribute to the long-term decline in DIY projects. One, the rise in household incomes, which encourages home buyers to hire professional remodeling companies. And two, people simply don't move as much as they used to which can limit a homeowner's ability to undergo new projects. Lastly, people just don't like manual labor, with the authors of the study reporting that there is a general declining interest and lack of exposure to manual labor, which limits the population's desire to attempt DIY projects in the first place. Aside, though, from the reasons I just mentioned, is that, simply put, 
the population of homeowners in the United States is getting older. Back in 1995, for example, 26% of homeowners were over the age of 65. In 2019, that number goes up to 32%. The older you are, the less likely you'll spend money on home projects. The research presented in this article states that those 65 and older, on average, spend only 12% of their money earmarked for home improvement on DIY projects. Owners under the age of 35, however, spend almost a third of their home improvement budgets on DIY projects. Homeowners in the 35 to 44 age category spend over 20%. The more time I spend in the marketing business, the more I realize that marketing isn't just about your website, signage, social media, and print collateral. Marketing really sits across every part of your business. It starts with your brand, your signs, your website, but it continues on through the sales process. How you present yourself and your company on a sales call incorporates marketing. And just as importantly, how you deliver your service to your client is marketing. The feelings that they have in the middle and the end of the project are big factors in determining whether they will spread the word about you. At the end of the day, marketing across the entire customer lifecycle is really tough. That's why I love what BuildBook is up to. They've been working hard to bridge those gaps and solve those problems. Their new tools start on the marketing side, continue into the sales conversation, and finish with the project. Get these three elements working together and your business will be humming along. Happy clients, more profits, less stress. If you're aiming for the trifecta of the construction business, head on over to buildbook.co to try it free for yourself. That's buildbook.co. All right, let's get back to the show. Regardless of spending, 2020 has proved to be an interesting year for the homeowner. Many found that the more time they spend at home, the more important their DIY projects become. Most are relatively simple tasks, but others, depending on the home, are more complicated. The most common projects being things like lawn maintenance, landscaping, and painting. While owners have been spending more and more time on their home improvement projects, there is no indication that this will remain a trend long-term. While turning our attention now to a new year, as we enter in the seventh month of the coronavirus, or wrapping up our seventh month of the coronavirus pandemic, rather, the experts at the Construction Dive are taking a look at the obstacles the construction industry has faced this year and the issues that could continue to fester as we head into 2021. The first being the ever-present issue of labor shortages. Labor shortages continue to be an issue for many contractors, especially those who work in pricier cities and states. Other reasons include a shrinking backlog, as we reported on last week, and a decrease in overall construction costs, which could lead some contractors to feel a squeeze on their profits. Combine the issue of lower cost with increasing price materials and you will likely have an issue. The experts also point to the potential issue of less work. The construction of new office buildings will more than likely continue to drop off, and the construction of things like hospitals and nursing homes could also fall as the population adjusts to a new post-COVID lifestyle. The report also cites supply chain issues and diminished state and local government revenues. Uh, That could plague the industry as we head into a new year. 
While there is good news on the horizon for companies who took out PPP loans for less than $50,000, the U.S. Small Business Administration announced last week that they have rolled out a simpler loan forgiveness application for business owners who received loans under that threshold. Treasury Secretary Steve Munchen said, quote, Today's actions streamline the forgiveness process for PPP borrowers with loans of $50,000 or less and thousands of PPP lenders who worked around the clock to process loans quickly. We are committed to making the PPP forgiveness process as simple as possible, while also protecting against fraud and misuse of funds. We continue to favor additional legislation to further simplify the forgiveness process. The NEHB released a statement of their own saying, quote, NEHB views this as a positive development and has been urging Congress and the Trump administration to create a streamlined, simplified forgiveness process for loans, but more needs to be done. We continue to call on the White House and Democratic leaders to put politics aside and get back to the negotiating table to hammer out a coronavirus stimulus package that will help struggling renters with dedicated rental assistance and allow HBAs to access small business loans under the PPP. For more on the requirements for the PPP loan forgiveness, you can head over to nehbnow.com. Well, that is the latest news from the construction industry this week. Thank you for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you gave us a five-star review or subscribed to the Builder Funnel Radio Network. As always, shout out to BuildBook for supporting the construction cut and the other shows on Builder Funnel Radio. I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Construction Cut on Builder Funnel Radio. If you got value out of today's episode, please do one of two things for me. Share it with a friend by clicking the share button in your podcast player and then texting it or emailing it to them. Or leave us a review. This is a free podcast, so spreading the word really helps us keep Builder Funnel Radio going. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.